does not want us to be in bondage to anything. Whether the bondage takes the form of overeating, maintaining a certain weight, or a pattern of reacting to circumstances with anger or fear, God has provided a way for us to become free through His Son, Jesus. Let's listen as Dr. Dixon shares on how to be free from bondage. Well, I am so happy to be with you again. This is a wonderful time. This is a time for you to get free of all of the entanglements that have tried to hold you bound. So today, the topic we want to talk about is how to get free from bondage. And you know that I'm relating it to the Word of God. The real freedom, the highest form of reality for freedom is through the Word of God. And you know what? I don't talk from theory. I'm talking from practice. It really, really works. Well, you know, this is an awesome time, even in the midst of all the indefinite pause and the constant change that's all around us. This is a time and a season that I compare in the Bible that when it talks about famine, how famine is is in the land. When there was famine in the land, there just wasn't enough of anything and things were really in a desperate place. So we see it in this hour, not only where you live, but all over the world. So wherever you are, because we're on all over the world, wherever you are, you are being affected in some way by this pandemic. And you know what? I want to share with you today how you can get free of the bondage that so much of this that's going on in this hour has, some has attached itself to you. Some have caused more of the bondage to take a hold of you. And we want to talk about how you can get free. The Bible says in John 10 and 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Listen, three things. If there's any killing, any stealing, any destruction going on, it's the devil. And in this hour, you can look all around and you can see the killing, the stealing, the destruction. Identify the enemy. Know who it is. But what did Jesus say? He said, I have come that you may have life. Oh, and that you may have my life. See, have my life, the life that Christ has given. And that you may have it more abundantly. That was the New King James Version translation. I thought that was so wonderful. It's just so great and so awesome in this hour. Because what we do in our relationship with Jesus is that we make exchanges. We make exchanges for our weaknesses and receive his strength. Jesus came to set you and I free from every form of physical, mental, and emotional bondage so that you can experience the enjoyable, rewarding, and satisfying life that has been prepared for you. Oh, you know, know, it is not God's will that you put up with anything that robs you of this full and blessed life. God is a good God. (laughs) And he wants you to enjoy your life. Oh, yes, he does. The Bible says, and and I give you these scriptures because you can write them down. You may want to go back and look at them later. It's in John 8 and verse 36. If the son makes you free, you shall be free. 
Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> See, if you're in bondage to any detrimental hold or deadly emotion, Jesus wants to set you free from the power of that thing. He doesn't want you to be crippled in your emotions, tormented in your mind, sick in your body. He doesn't want you bound by insecurity, by fear or sin. God wants you to be free, to fulfill the assignment he has for you, and to live the abundant life that belongs to you. So, how do you get free from bondage? Jesus said, if you abide in my word, remember that in John? Yeah. He said, if you abide in my word, John 8 and 31, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Oh, there's that exchange again. You know, when you make something, that means you're putting all the ingredients in to get the outcome that you desire. When you want to bake a cake, you're going to make a cake. Okay, and you got to make that cake first. You got to put all the ingredients in there and let them all come together. Then they got to be placed in the oven, <laughs> go through the fire, <laughs> come out as pure gold. I know I'm doing spiritual talk, but you're right there with me. So as you spend time reading and hearing the word of God, God will show you the truths you need so that you can walk in your freedom. You know, God will expose the hidden lies of the enemy that you've believed and that you've held on to in your bondage. You know, he'll speak to your heart and his word will set you free. I hope you've been there. I've been there. Oh, it's a glorious place. It's a wonderful place. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and the reality about sin is that the Lord is not going to swoop in and take away all your sinful desires. Mm -mm. Nope. It's going to take hard work of a changed heart, to bring about the changed life you so deeply desire. You know, that's the way you end up valuing what God is doing. If you don't put something in it, you won't get nothing out. So put something into it. You got There's an exchange going on in this hour. God is expecting us. You know, you got to engage with him. So it's going to take some hard work. And when you begin to do this at that point, when you begin to work hard, don't know when it's going to be because it's just like when uh, Jesus told him, said, fill the barrels with water. And the Bible says there in John, it says that as they went, after they got them filled and went carrying it to the governor, somewhere in between the time that God spoke that word and when they got to the point of execution, that the water had turned to wine. So at some point, God frees you as you begin to get in the word and he starts changing your heart and bringing about the change in life that you desire and so deeply need. You're going to have to be willing to knock whatever you worship off the altar now. You got to knock it down, whatever it is. It's called whatever the Lord said do, you just got to do it. So whatever's been sitting there in that place, when the Lord reveals unto you, shows you, makes it known unto you, that's got to go. Yeah, you got to be willing to knock whatever you worship off the altar. And then, you know, be forewarned, knocking it down will be painful. Yeah, you cannot expect to claim it in Jesus' name and walk away healed and free. That is foolishness. When you have built a system of belief and a system of worship around this thing and it colors and influences how you do life, there are no easy steps. Come on. Oh, but it will be worth it all. <laughs> and so God has given us some principles that you must pursue once he began to speak to your heart and you begin to say, I want this change. I want to move this out of my life. Well, you got to 
begin with prayerful determination to no longer be a slave to whatever has you bound. That's in Romans, the sixth chapter. And, uh, and around the 15th verse, Paul said, he made it very clear. He said, as believers, we have a change of ownership. The Christian must fight against even occasional sin because you need to work for and work under your new master. Oh, glory to God. And while you're working under, let me tell you about, about God. He's so good. He offers grace. I like that. The acronym G-R-A-C-E. God's riches at Christ's expense. <laughs> See, it isn't appropriate for us to work for our old master for the wages of sin is death, right? But when you serve God, he freely gives us the best benefit package imaginable. Grace. <laughs> Grace. I tell you, God's riches at Christ's expense. You begin to get favor you don't deserve. You begin to get opportunities you don't qualify for. You begin to see God begin to make ways out of no way. You'll see obstacles removed out of your way. Just with you making up your mind, I'm going to get this idol out of my life. It's going to be painful, but as you receive the grace of God, he will enable us to do what no other power would be able to do for us. Grace. Then next, how do you be free? See, no, no, what? I got to pursue it. But then how, how do I get free? Come on. I love the how to's because it really nails it down. I've always been like that. Even when I worked in the secular world and I would do workshops and seminars, I did not want people just to leave with a package in their hand as to how to operate that machine or how to go forth and do this. I wanted them to have what they had in their hands that they would be able to apply it in their lives and see the results of it. So let's get to this how to be free, where you can see the results of it. First of all, you must enlist the help of those around you who walk in the fullness of God. I have to say that. If you, you enlist the help of somebody who's not walking in the fullness of God, it's going to be a bumpy ride. But enlist the help of those around you who walk in the fullness of God. See, well, how do you know that they walk in the fullness of God? I, I heard that. I heard that. I'm going to tell you how. You see them, that people are being restored, that's overtaken in sin, okay? All right? And, and you see changes happening uh, with those that they share that's in line with the word of God, lining up with it. That's what I mean. You make yourself accountable to them for change. Galatians 6, verse 1 and 2. That's what we look at. You make yourself accountable to them. When you do that, it'll yield an ability on the inside of you to walk in a grace relationship with God instead of the legal relationship and performance-based relationship. Come on. But a grace relationship. Oh, that's awesome. That's a message right there by itself. How to be free. You must learn where your pitfalls are. What sets you off? What makes you run to that old comfortable idol? You know, put yourself on the couch. Analyze your situation. Don't just go around with your head up in the clouds and thinking, oh, he's going to work everything out for my good. Yeah, the beginning of that scripture says, you know, it says those who are the called according to his purpose, what God wants done, the way God wants it done. So you got to learn where your pitfalls are. That is so important. Learn what sets you off. Learn what makes you run to that old comfortable idol. Then you got to always have a plan to run somewhere else. Yeah, it's like um, into the throne room of the Almighty God. Why don't you make that your plan? <laughs> Hebrews 4 and 16. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Huh? 
Glory to God. Have a plan. Have a plan. Let me tell you, ain't nothing wrong with running to God. Oh, yes, that's Joseph ran. Ain't nothing wrong with running from the enemy when you know he's trying to steal your testimony, trying to take your vision from you, trying to make you lose your destiny that you're going into. You, your faith in God says, I know what I'm going through right now, but you know what? Something great is on the end that God's going to do. Got to make a plan to run somewhere else and run into the throne room of God, the almighty God. Why not? Why not? You'll receive grace in the time of need. <laughs> and see, this lets you know. This I love this verse because it lets you know just how uh, a heavenly vision of the unapproachable deity enthroned on his seat of mercy and grace, granting peace, granting pardon, granting forgiveness and confident access to all who will believe in his name. I tell you, I, I, that's where I want to run to it. When I need grace, you best believe. <laughs> that's just where I run to. Because by grace, through faith in his death, burial, and resurrection, Christ, the Lamb of God, and great high priest of heaven, has flung wide the golden door into the holiest of all. Woo! To all who believe on his name, it is there that you will find grace to help in your time of need. Oh, glory to God. So you got to make a plan. You got to make a plan and to run somewhere else. That is so important. You know, I, I teach my children all the time when they make a choice and a decision as to what they're going to do. I say, okay, what's your plan? You got to think it all the way out. You got to look at every point and possibility of what could happen. Oh, and you know, there can be several little stops along the way when you do that. But when you make a plan to run to the throne room of God... Ooh, it, he will help and give grace in a time of trouble and see to you uh, getting everywhere you need to be as to the points that he wants you to go to get you to your place of destiny. Why? Because he says, I have a plan for you. It's good and it's not evil. It will bring you to a place of destiny. It will bring you to a place of purpose. So your plan that you have, let me tell you, oh, God may say, nope, throw that out. This is what I want to be done. He, that throne room of grace, he will take us ooh, right to where we need to go. That we'll be able to do as the songwriter says. Look where he brought me from. Ooh. So, as you spend time reading and hearing the word of God, God will show you the truths you need so that you can walk in your freedom. He'll expose the hidden lies of the enemy that you have believed and that you've held on to in your bondage. God will speak to your heart and his word will set you free. You know, Paul has argued and rebuked and cajoled, but his last word here, mm, he says, what I've got for you, the last word, and it's the only word that really matters. And it's the one that Paul uses all the time, grace. Oh yes, grace. You don't have to go back to the grave. God wants you free to enjoy abundant life in and through Christ. You have been set free. Oh, yes, you have. You know what? I want to see you walk in the freedom of God. And no, you want to do that? You got to know that you're going to have to pursue. Yes, yes. You're going to have to pursue biblical principles. You're going to have to begin to pray and be determined that you're no longer going to be a slave. I like to put it like this, that you let the enemy know enough is enough. I'm tired of missing my destiny. Uh-uh. I'm not going to look on anymore. 
I'm fixing to get involved in this. And then from that point, you got to begin to get around someone that will hold you accountable. You got to get around someone with the fullness of God in them. Someone that's not going to point the finger at you, put your business out in the street, but enlist their help to help you. And then begin to uh, yield to the walk of a relationship with God. Don't fight it. Just let it happen. Uh-huh. Don't don't get into legal performance-based relationship. Uh-uh. Yield to the grace relationship. In other words, just be honest. Be true. Just be upfront with the Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And then from that, you don't want to live with any of the pitfalls and, and the things that set you off. Identify them. Run from them. Identify them. Expose them to yourself so you'll know how to go around them and make your plan. Huh? Of escape, a plan where to run. Oh, <laughs> like the throne room of God. <laughs> I tell you, if you'll follow those steps, you'll begin to see that Jesus will set you free from every bondage and every evil scheme of the enemy. Oh, yes, he will. And as I close, say this prayer declaration with me. Oh, come on, come on, get ready. Say it with me. I receive the life that God has already provided for me. A full, blessed, and abundant life. I believe, I receive, I declare, for it is mine. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. This is Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. I want you to know, I declare that you shall walk in freedom as never before and see the greatness of God that will be commonplace in your life as you move towards your destiny in the name of Jesus. Amen. Again, I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Dash is connecting to millions of people all over the globe, and we are asking our listeners to help us continue to further our reach by giving. Through your generous gift and donations, it helps us to disseminate this podcast to your location and all over the world. And since DASH is a 501c3 organization, every generous gift is tax deductible. To learn more, please email us at imcaroldixon at gmail.com. For we want to serve billions of people positively, productively, and prayerfully. We want to thank you for being a part of the Dash community, for you are the very best part of Dash Podcast. And remember, Dash is always on.